Matthew 25, from verse 1 onwards. Then, the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. I want to read again. The kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Again, verse 1, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels or their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. If you have your highlighters or your pen or your pencil or writing it down, you can write the word or underline the word, circle the word, delayed. While the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. I want to read that scripture again. While the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed. They all trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. You can underline the words, the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. 
and you have the parable of the uh, talents. The kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. I want you to underline the words, a long time. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I'll make you a ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you've not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money in the bank with the bankers and at my coming I would have received back my own interest so take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents for everyone who has more will be given and he will be and he will have abundance but from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I want to underline the word unprofitable servant here. We underlined four sections. Very important. There's a purpose and there's a time. There's a purpose for everything under the sun and there's a time 
The time is not our time. The time is God's time. The purpose is not our purpose. The purpose is God's purpose. I want you to understand this. So that you can make use of what the Spirit of God wants to give to you this night. This is how God's heaven operates. This is how God's heaven works. This is how it is. Jesus just laid it right in front of his people. And tonight he's laying it right in front of your eyes. This is how it is. Black and white. The kingdom of heaven will be just like this. What is it? What is it like? It's like this. God has a purpose and God has a timing for the purpose. The purpose here is for all those who are called to go into the wedding hall. The time God gave to all the people where uh, the time that was allotted by God, determined by God, predetermined by God, the delay that happened was a delay that was pre-planned by God. They all had the opportunity, full opportunity to get themselves ready, fully ready. And when that opportunity is given, those who make use of them will be the ones who will enter in. And for them, the door shall be opened. God is speaking at this hour. Jesus said, knock and the door shall be opened to you. But you have a group of people who will knock, but the door shall not open for them. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. To whom will the doors open? Who's knock? Who's asking? Who's seeking? Always know this. Only the diligent. Only the diligent will enter in. Only the diligent will be answered. Only the diligent will find what they're looking for. We are not diligent in the ways of the Lord. But you say that you're a seeker. If you're not diligent in the ways of the Lord, and you say that you're someone who is asking, if you're not diligent in what you've been given and you say that you're knocking based on God's word. I'm knocking. I'm asking. I'm seeking. The results will be based on God's word. If you're not diligent for you, the door will not open. If you are not diligent for you, Whatever you look for, you will not find. 
if you want, if you are not diligent, when you ask, you will not receive. Jesus said, for everyone who asks, they will receive. Everyone who seeks, they will find. Everyone who knocks, the door shall be opened. But that everyone is from the category called the diligent ones. The diligent ones. Now he just go down to the next uh, parable that Jesus said about the men with the servants and gave the talents distributed. You know that the the owner or the ruler or the leader or the king who is distributing the talents did not distribute equally. You see that? There's no equal distribution here. The Spirit of the Lord will not equally distribute to everyone everything. He will not. If someone thinks that or says that they are wrong. The Spirit of God will distribute. God will distribute whatever he distributes, not equal distribution, but according to what he wills and according to the capacity, knowing what they can do and expecting what they should do. God is speaking at this hour. When God gives something into the hands of someone, he gives to them knowing what they can do with expectation of what they should do. And it will not be equally distributed. It's apparent says, I'm equally distributing the jobs in my house to my children. And they give everyone equally. And they say, I'm going to give a five-year-old the same work that I give a 20-year-old. I'm going to give my five-year-old the same work that I give my 10-year-old. And I'm going to give my 30-year-old, the same work I give my 5-year-old, then you can actually say that the parent doesn't have the capacity to actually distribute the jobs, not equally, but distribute the jobs because you don't equally distribute anything. The distribution comes based on what someone can do and how much they can do with the knowledge and with expectation of what must be done. That's what happens here. Sometimes some people, like the lazy servant, the wicked servant, they look for excuses to say, why I can't do this and why can't you give this to somebody? And I think they should be also doing this. If I'm having this, they should have, they play God. But you cannot play God because God has wisdom and you do not. Because he has wisdom, he does not equally distribute it. 
And there are some who say, Oh, he has tendon. Why can't I not have tendon? Why should I be given only one? He should have equally given it to everyone. If he gave ten to everyone, then he should have given ten. If he gave five to everyone, then everyone should get five. Oh, no. You don't have the wisdom. That's why your mouth is uttering foolishness. Wisdom or say one should have five, one should have ten, one should have two, or one should have four, one should have six, one should have, depending on the capacity and the expectation. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. What God wants to give when God wants to give, what God wants to do when he wants to do. When God wants to come and when God wants to give, it's all in the hands of the living God. And the Spirit of God knows what to do, when to do. Always know that. It will be a test for you. The way God operates is full of wisdom. It's with full of wisdom. It's important for us to understand when the Lord works and take what God has given and to put it to good use. If you've been given one, take the one and put it to good use. If you've been given five, make sure you take the five and put it to good use. If you've been given two, make sure you take the two and put it to good use. All these fellows, they were given a long time. That was a phrase that God wanted you to underline a circle because emphasis was going to be there on that word. Plenty of time was given. What, a certain ways? No. For each one of them to make use of what was given to them. Not for personal gain. But to give it back to the owner. In a way that it should be given back to him. Very important, very important. The time that God has given to you, the time that God has given to me, the time that God has given to each and every single one of them, it's calculated, it's measured. With the time that God has given to us, He's also given us this time of preparation or serving Him or doing something for Him. It's very important. Once the door is shut, oh, Esau sought with tears but couldn't get back what was gone. Never think what we lose, we can get back. So I can be presumptuous. Never think that I can ask. As long as I'm alive, I can ask. No. You can ask. But will you get it? Is a question because there's a time within the time period you can get it. Once the time runs out, you won't get it. God is speaking to our hearts today. God is speaking to our hearts today. He can only multiply within the time that has been given to you. The time is removed, or if you go past the time, and after that, if you want to do something, you can do it. 
especially once the master returns. Once the master returns. Once the master returns, he gives us sufficient amount of time. He is the best judge. He gives us plenty of time to prove ourselves worthy of what he wants to give to us. Always know this. To those who are diligent, very important. To those who are diligent, there's this multiplication that comes. God is speaking to our hearts in this month of October. To those who are diligent, multiplication is coming. To those who are diligent, multiplication is coming. I'm not talking about the multiplication that comes as a result of you being diligent. There's a multiplication that comes when we are diligent. Because what God gives into our hands is supposed to multiply. It has the capacity to multiply. So there's a blessing in it itself when God gives something into our hands. And that multiplication depends on whether we're going to put it to use or not. So when we put it to use, it multiplies. That's how God is ordained it to be. Now, the divine multiplication or the result that comes as a result of a person being diligent is a gift in itself. Because that's how whatever was given was ordained to be. That means when you put to use, it is going to multiply. For example, if you take yeast and you mix it with the dough, it's going to cause the dough to rise. Because yeast has that capacity. You take a little bit of sand exactly in proportion to the east or even double it. Try to put it inside the dough and see if it'll make the dough to rise. It won't. So, just because you have something doesn't mean that it has the capacity to multiply. No. But whatever has been blessed by God, where God said, be fruitful and multiply. And that blessing is on it. When you put your hands to it, it multiplies. Because it comes with that capacity to multiply. And so it multiplies. Now there is a multiplication. The king is looking for that multiplication that comes from being diligent. When he sees that multiplication... Now, this is what I'm talking about that will come in the month of October. The king who sees the multiplication, now he says, I am giving you something more. I'm giving you something more. This is not from what you multiplied. This is not the same thing. But this is something different. 
this is something different. I'm doing a new thing. And it shall spring forth. I'm giving you something different. He didn't say, well, excellent job. You made the five to ten. I'll give you ten more of the same thing. No. He's giving something different. He says, you have been faithful? You've been faithful over a few things? I will make you ruler over many things. I'm going to add many things, different kinds of things. And when you look at the addition that comes as a result of the multiplication, there is this eternal joy that goes with it. Enter into the joy of your Lord. There is this blessing from God, untold blessing from God that comes in the lives of those who are diligent. What they had when it was multiplied by the diligent use. There is this blessing that comes from God where there's this increase that comes from God. And with an increase, it's not like, oh my God, I can't believe this. I worked so hard and made this five into ten and I can't believe now this Lord is giving me more to do. No, God won't give any lazy person anything to do. What he has will also be taken, but those were diligent. God gives more because they're not going to feel that it's a burden. Oh my God, it's a burden. I can't believe this. No. They're the people who say, give me more. And that more that comes with God carries the joy of God. Hallelujah. It's not just the joy of the Lord. There's this greater responsibility that comes, but it carries the joy. It's very different from the one talents and the two talents and one talent and the two talents and the five talents that was given. That didn't carry that joy. But that carried the capacity to multiply. You can have joy when it's multiplying. That's a byproduct of it. But this is a whole different joy. It's a whole different supernatural thing that comes from God. This is Place of joy. God takes them into that place of joy. You call that the state of joy. Being in a state of joy. Enter into this zone, my son. Enter into this zone, my daughter. Enter into this zone, my laborer. That zone. Those who are not diligent will have no clue of. That zone, those who are not diligent will have no clue of. God is speaking at this hour. Those who entered into the wedding feast entered into the joy that the Lord had for them. 
the five who didn't enter in, they faced sorrow. The one who didn't multiply, he faced sorrow. The five who didn't enter in, they knocked and they said, Lord, 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 Lord. Door was shut. Always know this. There's a time for everything. When that time has been given to you, make sure you don't toy with it. When the time God gives and with whatever God gives into your hands, Make sure you do it with all your might. Because the door will be shut. God gives plenty of time. He's not unjust. Once the door is shut, after that, and we try to say, oh boy, let me do this. and Let me try to make it too. Oh no, no. How can he make it? How can he make it? How can he make it? When the diligent ones spent their time before. And the diligent ones went and got what they need to get. While you did your own thing. When you wasted. When the diligent ones. Worked hard and did what they had to do. And they got the extra oil at that time you didn't do it. Do you expect the results to be the same? Do you expect the treatment to be the same? Do you expect the door to be open the same way? No, it will not. That will be injustice. That will not be right in the sight of God. God is speaking at this hour. The time that God has given to you, make sure you make use of it. Make full use of it. And when you do, this is a promise from God, when you make full use of it, You will enter into the joy of the Lord. You will enter into his own, the realm of God, the abundance of God, the blessings of God, the expansion of God. All of a sudden, experience the expansion, the excitement comes from the hands of the king. What the world cannot give and the world cannot take away, God gives to all those who are diligent. Tonight, as we close, I want you to be among the diligent, among the wise. The wise ones are the diligent ones. Be among the wise. With the time that God has given to you, know that what has been given to you will be required from you. Within the time, what you need to do to prepare yourself It's very important. Don't take it lightly. 
don't take it lightly. What you need to get done is of utmost importance. Is of utmost importance. Don't take it lightly. When you take it lightly, you will bear the consequence of it. When you don't take it lightly, and when you put your heart and soul into it, and you're diligent in doing what has been given into your hands, know this for sure. There's this multiplication that will come as a result of what you're doing. There's this satisfaction will come as a result of what you're doing. There's this joy that will come as a result of what you're doing that automatically happens as a result of your diligence and faithfulness. Now, in addition to that, the king will cause you to enter into. That's a whole different thing. The multiplication, which is a byproduct of being diligent. The satisfaction is a byproduct of being diligent. The happiness is a byproduct of being diligent. But then there's this whole different realm. But God causes those who are diligent to enter in. You know why? The diligent ones never thought what was given to them as a burden. If you look at the response, you'll see they're so happy. Look, Lord, look. The two you gave to me, I made it four. Look. So happily they come and give that four. Look, Lord, the five. Look, I've made it into ten. Look, Lord. Not a burden. They're so happy to see the fruit of their labor. I worked hard. I valued what was in front of me. Now I see the result and I'm so happy. And I can face my owner. I can face the one who gave me the work to do. Not with a burden. Oh, look, I made it. Yeah, you asked me to do here. I did. No. Excitement. Because the heart, mind, and soul was in what they did. The work is a reflection of them. Their work was a reflection of them. The multiplication reflected them. The lack of multiplication reflected them. The preparation reflected them. The lack of preparation reflected them. And it all goes down to whether what was given to you is important or not. God is speaking at this hour. So what God has given to you now, make sure. Within the time that has been given to you, make sure you do it with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Whatever it may be. Make sure you value it. Make sure you prioritize it. And make sure you work at it. Make sure you give a high quality Multiply the results from it. 
And those who enjoy what they're doing are the ones who will happily go with the results. When you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Whatever God has given into your hands will not be a burden, will be a delight. And as you do it, there will be this multiplication that comes as a result of the blessing that is upon what was given. I pray that you understand the difference between these two. Difference between the multiplication that comes as a result of the blessed thing that God had given to you which was blessed already to multiply. So when you're diligent, it will multiply. The results must show the multiplication. And when that multiplication is there, the joy must also be there. Look, I multiplied. Look how diligently I did. Look at my work. Should be able to stand before God and gladly show what we did with what he gave. So such people the promise from God is there's this expansion that is coming. This month is a month. The Lord spoke to me. This month is a month where the sifting of the Lord will continue. In every area of your life, make sure you're found worthy before God. When you love him, the commandments of God will not be burdensome. When you love him, being in the presence of God will not be a burdensome, it will be a delight. When you love him, serving God will be a delight, not a burdensome. The time that God has given is the time when you can actually do what you have to do with great joy and multiply it with a multiplication that has been set already. That means two will only become four. Five will only become ten. But if you're able to, because if it goes past that, you won't be able to handle. So God keeps that number. You become four. Two is there and you make it four. God sees that. And that's the time he will come and get it from you. And he'll give you the expansion that you need. And he'll give you the capacity that you need to be the ruler that you can be. To do more. And there's this joy that comes in addition to or comes along with that expansion. The more work comes, and with the more work comes this great joy. How many people will cry if they get promoted at their workplace and they know that their pay is going to become double? How many people are going to cry? Lazy people. But will lazy people be promoted? No. No. That's how it is in God's kingdom. The capacity. Because where you are, you work. The character is also mold 
the character is also molded during the process where while you are working, making two into four is not child's play. Making five into ten is not child's play. It takes effort. It takes diligence. What happens during that time? The character is formed. And how is the character formed? The character is formed in order to have the capacity. That means there's an expansion and the widening that takes place within the personality, the character, the mind, the mental capacity, the emotional capacity, the spiritual capacity. Everything gets enlarged when a person diligently handles that which has been given and multiplies that, makes the two into four. Now they are ready for greater things to handle more. It's a blessed thing that is coming. It's a blessed thing that is coming. In the month of October, there's a blessed thing that is coming. Hallelujah. For all those who are diligent, there's an expansion that is coming. And God will say, step up. From level one, you go to level two. From level two, you go to level three. From level three, you go to level four. And there is this stepping up that is coming and stepping into this, a prophecy God is giving at this hour. Stepping up and stepping into the inheritance that God has. And that inheritance is not for lazy people who just say, oh, I'll step in and I'll step into and I'll sit down. No, we have work to do there. Oh, but that's a joy of the Lord. Just like how the two carry joy, the one carry joy, the five carry joy. But the lazy person did not do anything. And so he didn't experience the joy. The ones who had the two and the five experienced. He did not experience the multiplication that the ones who had two and five experienced. And he was not given greater joy with the greater responsibility. The ones that had the two, the five multiplied, experienced. Same goes for those who entered into the wedding feast. There was this great joy that came with the invitation. They were all excited. Excitement was there. But within the two groups, one had the initial excitement and did the bare minimum and the other had the excitement throughout so that extra preparation that was needed which was not something that they did just to have extra but they had it in order to meet the bridegroom they knew that it was necessary and they did that. They didn't say, well, I just want to have like 10 more, you know, to have 10 more. No. They said, we are doing this because we will need this. Look at the wisdom there. That's why they were called five wise virgins. Five wise virgins. They were able to see what was needed and they were able to do it according to the need. And they didn't do it with the burden saying, oh boy, I got to do this and I got to do no. The excitement was there because they wanted to meet the bridegroom. Diligent ones. Diligent ones always have this joy that goes with it because whatever comes from God carries that joy. Righteous 
righteousness, peace, and joy. It's in the kingdom of God. So whatever comes from that kingdom carries righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. God is causing you to enter into the joy of the Lord. And to have that expansion that is for those who will not take the things of God lightly. Will not take what God has given lightly. Will not take it as a burden, but will take it as a delight. Would faithfully, diligently do it. Do it with all their hearts, mind, soul, and strength. To such people, God says, there is his expansion coming. Hallelujah. In this month of October, the Spirit of God will do further sifting. The Spirit of God will do what he alone can do, which will benefit his people. The Spirit of God will do what he alone can do, which will cause a a flooding of joy and an expansion that is coming to all those who are faithful in what has been given. You know, when that expansion comes, when the king sees and he grades you, he grades you and he says, well done, well done, well done. You come with joy and you say, Lord, look what I did with what you gave. Then there's this equal excitement. It's there on the other side. From the one who gave you. And he says, I see what you've done. Excellent job. Now look what I have for you. And he gives more. Hallelujah. The more than you ask or imagine comes for those who, according to the power of God working in them, you put to use what God has given to you with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. According to that, in proportion to that, more than you ask or imagine will come for those people. When they ask, it's granted. They seek or they will surely find because they will not let go un- until they find it. Or do those people, when they knock, it shall be opened because they are on-time people. God delays this a purpose. He gives the time, extra time. They think, oh... Because God, you know, he always delays and he doesn't come on time. No, no, no. No, it's grace for you. God is delaying. He's giving you the time to prepare yourself. So that when he comes, you won't find yourself wanting in the balance. That you won't find yourself lacking. When he delays, it's a grace. But the delay is not a delay on his part because it was already marked out when he should come. Because the time has been given already. Marked out. And our little heads and little minds will say, Oh, it's not on time. Oh, there's a delay. Oh, oh no, 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 no. What you see delay is not seen by God as a delay. What you see as a late start is not seen by God as everything is on time according to his schedule. When things look like it's delaying, always know that it's God's grace for you coming to you, saying, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. He's coming. 
Jesus is never late. When he comes, he comes on time. According to heaven's schedule to get the job done. And the job is to bless you. I want to read this last scripture before I conclude for tonight. Verse 29. For to who? For to everyone who has. More will be given. Verse 29. Matthew 25 verse 29. For to everyone who has. More will be given. And he will have abundance. But from him who does not have. Even what he has will be taken away. What happens after that? He just sits there and plays bingo by himself. There's a loss that comes. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. Unprofitable is a very important word. We're all called to bring profit to the kingdom of God because he's given something precious into our hands. If we're not profitable, then there's no reason. There's no reason why God should even keep us in his kingdom. There are no unprofitable servants in the kingdom of God. No one. No idle, lazy servants in the kingdom of God. We're all called to be useful in the hands of the living God. While those who are diligent enter into the joy of the Lord, enter into a greater territory that God has for them, greater responsibility, which carries greater joy. Those who are foolish and those who are lazy, those who are unprofitable, will be inheriting weeping and gnashing of teeth. Always know this. We reap what we sow. After we reap, we will have to sow. Whatever we reap, we will have to sow. And we will have to eat the fruit of it. We cannot escape from that. Whatever we sow, we will reap and we will have to eat the fruit of it. That's why sowing is very important. What you do with what God has given to you is very important. If you do well, then you're going to have tremendous increase and tremendous joy and tremendous growth, tremendous peace. But if you don't do it, then you will eat the fruit of it, which will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And what was given will also be taken away. With that being taken away, what goes out also? When that one talent is taken away, what goes out with that also? Joy is gone and it's replaced with sorrow. God is speaking to our hearts today. This month of October, God wants you to do big things. And beyond October, God wants you to do big things, but you make sure that you don't play games with God or act smart when it comes to God. Act smart before Him. Oh, I did this because X, Y, and Z. Oh, I did this because A, B, and C. Oh, I did this because, you know, 
I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, whatever we want to tell God. It will not stand before God. Did you do or did you not do? Because you have the capacity to do and that's what was given to you. You gave excuses? I expected you to do it. That's why I gave it to you. You give excuses? We have to be very careful. Whatever God has entrusted into your hands, including your life, your body, your family, God's work, salvation of souls, the gospel in itself that God has given to you. All those things are investments by God. He's invested that into you, into your hands. When you walk with God, you will be joyfully taking that and multiplying it. When you're diligent, when your heart is right, when your spirit is right, it will never be a burden, it will be a delight. Yeah, work is work. When you exercise, you will sweat. If you don't sweat, then you're not really exercising. If you're really working hard, then labor is labor. That's why God's word says the sleep of a laboring man is sweet. Labor is labor. Hard work is hard work. But it gives that joy to those who love to do what they're called to do. Because their heart is right. Because they love what they've been given. They value it. Therein is that multiplication that comes with what has been given to them. Whatever God has given into your hands. Do it with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. Then you will enter into the joy of the Lord and there will be this increase that will come to you. If you treat the work of God and treat what God has given to you lightly and do like this man. What do you do? Just take it and bury it. Bare minimum. Where there's no multiplication. Disregard for what was given. Then do what he should have done. He did a sloppy job. Sloppy job equals defiled sacrifice to God. Sloppy job equals despising the living God. Sloppy job. When we do anything that has been entrusted into our hands, we don't do it wholeheartedly. We do a sloppy job. Know that it will not be acceptable before God. If you know how to go and read ten times before you submit your assignment, your schoolwork, because you don't want to lose points, because that was important to you. If you know how to take care of the things when it comes to money, because that's important to you. You have the minimum. That means the same diligence that you show towards those earthly things. Do you have the same diligence for the one, the two, the five, whatever God gives into your hands, do you have the same diligence? That's the minimum. Same as the minimum. 
having greater diligence than what you are showing for the things of the world is what is expected. That's how it should be. And those are the ones who will enter into the joy of the Lord with a greater blessing. God is speaking to our hearts today. God wants to bless you. Make sure you fall among the ones who are blessed and will be blessed. God wants to bless you. That's why he calls you and he gives the invitation. That's why he gives you the one, the two, the five, depending on whatever he gives you. Because he wants to bless you. Don't be a wicked and lazy servant. Make sure that you fall among the faithful ones, the righteous ones. To such people, exaltation is coming. To such people, greater joy is coming. To such people, the joy of the Lord is coming. Entering into the joy of the Lord is a very deep secret. Something that has been prepared for those who did their job well. A surprise. The king himself is very happy. That's a big thing. Then he also has something prepared because he was expecting to see results and he saw the results. Because he was expecting to see results, he prepared something big for the ones who show him the results that he was looking for. Make sure you fall among the wise and not among the foolish. Make sure you fall among the diligent and not among the lazy. Make sure you fall among the faithful and not among the wicked. Shall we pray?